Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Keeping On with Mackie and Kaiser. I'm Mackie. And I'm Kaiser. Yeah, and tonight we are joined by two very special guests, Garrett and Dez. Garrett was my roommate back in college, and Dez is his girlfriend and also now my very good friend. So, welcome to the cast, guys. Hey. What up? It's good to see you. This oh, is, is this a podcast. We, is this the how we keep it on part? <laughs> Sorry. No. No. It it is now. So, uh <laughs> as always, uh we're going to we're going to start with our ladies first. So, Garrett, how you been keeping on? Dude, I'm exhausted. And the days are going by so fast because we're working so much. Um other than that, everything's fine, you know. Still alive, still healthy. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm just tired constantly and drinking way too much caffeine. That's pretty normal, though. Yeah. 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 To be fair. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, Des, how you been keeping on? Uh, I'm making it. Barely, but I'm making it. I'm ready for uh, COVID-19 to make its way out of here and so I can, you know, go to Disney and things like that. Live your life. Yeah, I drink about 53 cups of coffee a day, mm-hmm. and I take about three naps, so I'm healthy. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, I'm with you on the naps, though, because, like, with Mason and everything, I don't know how on earth I'm going to get up at six and be, like, good until midnight. I just, I, I can't string a whole day together. Without a nap. You have your mm-hmm. hand full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mason is a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Kaiser, how you been keeping on? Been keeping on well. Um, not much to to report, I guess. Movie theaters aren't opening up anytime soon. So, that's my past, present, and future. So, just waiting, waiting for something to happen. Kaiser, have they given you a timeline on that? Uh, it's supposed to be July 31st, then it's supposed to be August 7th, and now it's not going to be August 7th. So, maybe mid-August, maybe late August. That's a so lot. you don't know. That's a lot sooner than I thought it would be. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, theaters want to make money again, but right. it's not necessarily safe to reopen, but can't make any money unless we are open, so... I don't know. I'm sure Roy's gonna push back the opening date again next week, so we'll see. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. It yeah. sounds like you gotta know like really fast too, like the week before it opens. Pretty yeah. Yeah, that's where we're that's where we're at now. Before we had like a whole like like month of preparation and then we got right up to a week before we were opening. And then we were told we can't open. So the theater's ready to open, but, you know, the people aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Especially where you guys are, where I think it's more severe than where we are. Mm -hmm. Or I guess people don't take it seriously where we are. Where are you guys? (laughs) People people aren't taking Mm. it seriously at all. (laughs) We're only about an hour and a half away, but here it's like me. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, apparently in North Carolina, it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. That's what we hear over here. 
to stay away from North Carolina. Yeah. We hear it's pretty yeah. bad down here. We just don't do a whole lot about it. Yeah. Got so it. we just kind of, I guess when we get into that, you'll you'll see. Yeah. How much we actually do to mitigate the uh, spread. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. Mackie, how are you keeping on? I've been keeping on good. Um, went to uh, the daycare today to see where we're going to be dropping the kiddos off. That was... It was good. It's it's sad because I wish I could stay home with them. But, uh, you know, I know Mason's going to have a blast. He's going to make a bunch of friends. We walked into the two-year-old room and there were it felt like there were a hundred kids in there. They were really like maybe 12 but they were all on one mat in the middle of the room <laughs> and it was it was really funny um but then you know uh it you know we we did that that was fun um what else they I announced think Mason a new... will enjoy that oh yeah for sure i think with he'll... other people yeah i think he's gonna have uh an absolute blast um, not only just being with, like, new people, but being with people who can interact with him in ways that I can't, you know? Because, I mean, we've been locked up for, was it, are we going on six months? Something like that? And Badly. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there's only so much you can do at home with a two-year-old. But, you know, Whitney and I are doing our best uh, to not only just keep him entertained, but to, like, help him have experiences, because, you know, he's at kind of a critical point in his life right now with all that, but, uh, you know, we're going, I'm going back to work August 3rd, no matter what. Um, yep, uh, you guys will get a laugh at this. Guess, uh, I got a call yesterday. I'm going to be teaching P.E. this year. So, PE with Oh, okay. <laughs> so, PE with a health component. You know, that'll be good cuz I teach anatomy. Um, the health part won't be a problem. Um, but it's just it's funny as, you know, David Mackey, PE teacher, you know. <laughs> but I'll that's just one of the many classes that I'm teaching. But Please uh, update that on Facebook. Yes. I want to see that post. I'll go ahead. And <laughs> I'll do that day one of. Uh, I'll I'll put that up August third. With I'll make a little nameplate for it and like yeah, like you know, be standing there like with my arms on my hips and stuff. That'd be funny. With your um, ball in your hat. Oh man. Oh yes. Um, captions just gonna say guess who's teaching PE in the fall. Um, but David, yeah. are y'all going back? Or are you virtual? Nope, hundred percent going back. Awesome. Nice. That's good to hear. So, um, we are going to be, the kids basically have the option to wear masks. Um, but teachers will be wearing, and you know, my school's a private school. It's a much different environment than a public school. Uh, we will be wearing, um, face shields. I want to say masks. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to be looking sexy for sure. Um, but doing the most, doing the most. I love it. Yep. Yep, so, um, but it'll be good. I'll be sure to post a picture of myself in my PE attire with face shield um, <laughs> when when that time comes. But, David, uh, 
Yeah. You know, in Greenville County schools, they just announced today that all students and all teachers are required to wear a mask. Oh, well, I'm... First grade and up. First grade and up, yeah, that makes sense. I'd, I'd be fine with that, um, because that is not only protecting the kids, but it's also protecting me. Um, but, you know, um, my students get the choice so it's just it, it's whether or not they they choose to do that but you know we'll we'll figure it out but you're a much um, smaller school yeah we only have like 155 kids this year so different environment than than you know where whitney's going which will have i think she's gonna have a, a thousand students this year but they are, some of them will be online, some of them will be on campus. They keep flip-flopping on that, too, because they're public schools. But, um, Kaiser, we actually talked a little bit about the governor uh, giving a lot of money to the private schools. You guys didn't see any of that. So, yeah, I don't know if, Des and Garrett, you saw any of that. Yeah. I saw the article. Okay. So, a judge overruled it. Oh, wow. And said, you can't legally do that. <laughs> because the way they were trying to do it is uh, give the money to the parents and say, uh, because, you know, a public government cannot give a private institution money. Right. But they can give money to the parents and say, this can help fund your tuition. But a judge overruled it and was like, no, 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 you still can't do that. You can't just give people free money. Like, that's, you're not Trump. You know what I mean? So, it's... Nice try, uh, but... Right, nice try, but it's it's not happening. So, but, you know, in the wake of uh, going back to school, um, you know, we've had this wonderful term called the essential worker. Um, Garrett and Des, you guys... Uh, are considered essential workers. And Kaiser, you you probably are maybe when you open, right? Probably not. Probably not? I wouldn't think so. We're not, we're not doing an essential service. That's true. No. Pe- people, don't, people don't need to go to the movies. People need food. People need nurses. And stuff. Well, you sell food, so I think you could... Totally swing it that way. People need to go to the movies to uh, pay your salary. <laughs> so that's true. That would be essential. <laughs> yeah, that's that is essential. So I don't know, but um, this this little segment, uh, I'm gonna turn it over to Garrett and Des, uh, and you guys can kind of fill us in on uh, what it's like to be an essential worker because that this is a topic we haven't really covered all that much. Cool. Um, so I guess we'll start by saying that our jobs aren't like, you know, healthcare or anything like that. Um, we're in food service and I guess since we got the okay, we're at Chick-fil-A, um, one of the first companies that got okayed. And, um, so we've been open the entire way through. We haven't closed even at all. Yeah, we, we didn't, haven't closed for a single day since this whole thing started we've been getting 35 to 40 hours per week uh, i feel like for the beginning of the year it's gotten our service has gotten a lot busier because of this because most people 
it's a quick way to get food. You don't have to really talk to as many people. So we've gotten a lot busier. Um, and I think also it's brought out like the worst in our customers. We've noticed a shift because Chick-fil-A, you kind of expect like you have the best guests and everyone is so happy and everyone, you know, is so happy to be there. But because of what we're living through right now, mm-hmm. it has brought out the absolute worst in people, I would say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's made our job a lot harder because it's Chick-fil-A. So the customer's always right. Even when they're not, they're right. So we've kind of had to... uh fight through that honestly yeah it puts like a whole new i guess standard on the food service industry that someone can talk about or they notice something they can complain about it yeah and uh it's a very interesting place to be it puts a lot of power into the customer's hands yeah on how we are and i mean even in the kitchen because i'm in the back of the house She's in the front, so she deals with the customers directly. Ours is more of an indirect, and um, but even then, like we'll have people come in to get their food and then leave. And uh, if they see that a kitchen person isn't wearing their mask correctly, or if it slips down even just a little bit, um, we do get called out for it, and uh, it's pretty consistent. Our management is really on us. Mm. about the masks and uh working in that it's at least 85 degrees in the kitchen depending on where you stand it gets hotter if you're by the fryers it's like pushing 90 you're required to have it on before you walk into the building and it can't be taken off until Mm -hmm. you are leaving the building yeah and you have to work nine hour shifts so it's just the long period of time where you're like covered completely um yeah so i think that the mask honestly has probably made it just harder um yeah. yeah. Gloves nonstop. Any position that you're on, you have to wear gloves. The only time you don't have to wear them is when you're in the restroom. So mm. it's like. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's honestly, uh, it's a lot. We've changed a lot of our like protocols and our procedures have flopped. We're not allowed to serve certain items. We're not allowed to like touch people's food. You have mm-hmm. to, like a bin is only allowed to touch it. So like when you, I know you guys have been to Chick-fil-A, you can't hand them their food. You have to have it in a bin that hands them the food for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do touch it, the guest is like, I don't want this, replace it. Stuff like that. Like, they don't yeah. want it. They don't want anything to do with it if you touch it. Stuff like that. It's kind of weird because you still, like, have to put it in the bag right. and move it to the bin. It makes you don't use question. another bin to put it into the bin. You yeah. have to have – you got to touch it once. And it makes me question, like, you know I put your sandwich in here and I put all your sauces in here for you – and they're like, yep, I'm aware I want it made new, though. <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely have uh, lots of Karens, as I would say. <laughs> <laughs> lots of those. Jeez. Uh, yeah. One thing that's interesting about the masks, though, for the kitchen, that's it. That's the only thing that's been added for our part for the food service industry. So they have all the bins and stuff like that. We have to have our masks on, and literally nothing else is different. But the things that we do on front of house is because it's what we have to do to stay open. If yeah. we weren't doing them, we would be closed down. So it's like it's a false sense of security in a sense, I guess. Yeah, that's what it is. Definitely. Oh, totally. So <laughs> the the Chick-fil-A where I live and, you know, I won't I won't, you know, if you guys know where I live, you know which one I'm talking about. But I'm not going to, like, call them out by name. Um, And I want to I want to see if Kaiser's got the same thing going on. Um, They didn't start the bin 
thing with the food handing it to us until this week. Oh, wow. Ah. Holly, we've been doing this since March. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like Taco Bell has done, you know, we put it on a tray and then we hand it to you and we put a nice little sticker on it. But it's obviously, like you guys said, you guys had to handle my food in order to, like, make it. So right. the, the Chick-fil-A near you, Kaiser, do they do um, the bin thing? Have they just started it or continued? Uh, they've done, they do the bin. The last time we went was, like, two months ago, though. But they were doing the bin then, so. That's so interesting because it's required. Yeah. <sighs> well, mine also, I don't know if, like, the rules have changed or anything like that. They seem super lax. Um, like, if you have a mobile order, for a long time, they would read it back to you. And then for, like, a good month or a month and a half, you would roll up and just be like, hey, you know, David is the name, black SUV, whatever. Um, and then they just give you the receipt and they're like, have a good day. Uh, but one manager stopped a girl and she was like, no, 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 you're supposed to be reading it back every time. And then I went back again that same, like two days later and they didn't read it back to me. And I was like, inconsistencies, like, (laughs) but I'm also, you know, I don't work there and I'm not a manager there or anything like that. So it sounds like working at the movie theater. I know. Yeah, it does. Um, it really interests me that, um, I mean, I guess it's a good thing that nothing changed back of house. Yeah. the, I mean, the standards and procedures for back of house are pretty, you know, strong on, you know, food safety anyway. So, I mean, adding a mask, there's really not a whole lot you can do we're always wearing gloves and we're always constantly changing them out literally every time you touch something different you have to be changing them out and that's already a standard that's set so and like washing your hands i don't know what the actual time is but i mean you're constantly washing your hands already you're constantly swapping gloves that's just a food safety standard now we just wear face covering in the burning hot kitchen for 10 hours a day so at least we're not outside though. That's a lot worse. Yeah. So Mackie's gonna wear the face shield. Has Chick Fil A had any thought about using a face shield for their employees instead of the mask? Yeah. So the reason we tried it, the reason it's not allowed is because Chick Fil A says it has to cover your chin, and the face shield is open on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So they said that it kind of defeats because air can go out and air can go in. I guess it's kind mm-hmm. of how they explained it to us. So interesting. Yeah, so that we're stuck with masks. We actually, actually, Chick Fil A corporate came out with Chick Fil A branded masks that you're required Ooh. to wear now. You're no longer to, allowed to wear any other one. It has to be the Chick Fil A branded ones. Yeah, they're really nice, adjustable ears, and then like a spot for your like nose and chin. So yeah. like, it's really comfortable. A lot of people hate them. Yeah, I'm a huge fan, but you know. And I think that they told us April is probably the earliest we wouldn't be wearing them. Next April. That's yeah, April was pushed. kind of the time that everyone's kind of shooting at, like, April. Jeez. But food service is a little bit different. So. And one that goes across the country all the way to California. You got to, you know, have a blanket rule set up. Yeah. So we could That's have true. no coronavirus in South Carolina, zero cases, no deaths, whatever. If they're having them out in California or something, we're still going by the same corporate rules. Yeah. So. Hmm. <laughs> Both of you guys' face and I'm April. <laughs> So does that make you uh, a little nervous, Kaiser? <laughs> Not really. 
for Regal, they the corporate is less uh, all encompassing. They kind of take, um, they'll take like a general restriction for everybody, and then for place like states that are more restrictive, they'll add that in um, for those places. So I'm not too worried about it. But I I never thought, or I hadn't thought about how long we would be in COVID mode after we open since we've been closed this whole time it was kind of like once we open we'll do the different precautions that were set up for for a little bit but then we'd be done whenever but i didn't think i didn't think it'd be next year yeah Mm -hmm. my dad mentioned um because he works for wells fargo and you know this isn't insider information because everything's changing by like the second nowadays but he mentioned that, like, they're not supposed to go, they wouldn't be going back until, like, November. If, if yeah. at all. Like, basically, if you've got some type of um, ad hoc network uh, where you're uh, VPNing into another machine that's already in, you know, India anyways, then you can do that from home. Uh, yeah. So, like, the fact that all these different corporations have been able to just move stuff at home. Uh, I know several other people who have said, like, yeah, I might never go into the office again. Like, they might just have us work from home from now on. Um, Because bandwidth and everything at home is good enough for people to just stay there. Um, But, I mean, it's, it's really interesting to me that the world has had this monumental shift, but you guys haven't changed all that much yeah yeah no it's uh we we really haven't seen a huge difference in our lifestyle at least nowadays when we were in like the first stage and everything shut down we were working uh 12 hour shifts four days a week we were separated from like our friends so we were split into two teams and uh so we work in those 12-hour shifts, staying separate from everybody else. So the reason, and he's not explaining, the reason we did that is they split the team into two different teams, Team A and Team B. Team A would never interact with Team B, and Team B would never interact with Team A. The reason they did that is because if Team B were to get the coronavirus, Team A could still work and keep the store open. Oh, so but even they... inside of work and outside of work, we were not allowed to see each other. If they found out that we were interacting with somebody outside of work, there was a consequence for it because it oh. jeopardized the business, essentially. It's kind of how they explained it to us. Do they make you sign a contract? Yeah, since there's half the team, you have to work double the hours, so you had to work 12-hour shifts four days a week, and then the other, they would work the rest of the week. Yikes. So, in the beginning, I think we did that for about two, three months in the beginning yeah it was it was awful two or three months yeah so we did it for the first half it was a lot so that's that's almost like saying i mean you're going into work scared every day wondering whether or not you are going to be working constant shifts Mm -hmm. like six days you know not seven days a week but six days a week yeah for 12 hours yeah for the unforeseeable future because back then it was like if you get coronavirus you're supposed to quarantine for like a month and like all of these different you have to like to go back to work you have to test negative twice and all this crazy stuff oh my gosh that's 
That's nuts. Do, so do they have now, do they have a system in place if somebody does test positive? No, we, um, because where we are, it's very common for someone to test positive. Um, if that were to happen and it has, and that's okay to disclose, um, but mm-hmm. still everyone's getting it, but, um, right. they, because it takes a long time to get your test results back, we've kind of just have it set that if you go get tested, you are not allowed to work until your test comes back. So I guess there's really no way for you to bring it into the store because when you're getting tested, it takes a long time. It kind of how they explained it. I don't know. I still feel like if you're getting tested, it's because you don't feel well. Kind of. I don't know. So. We also temp every single morning. So we take our temperatures every morning before we start our shifts. Yeah. Um, but you could be asymptomatic, of yeah. course. And you can carry it for like two weeks. So, I mean, I don't know. I treat it like if I had a normal fever. If I had like a 101 degree fever, I would know pretty quick before some little like machine told me and I would probably just stay home already I wouldn't need to get there and be told to head home yeah because I'm and if it shows 99 or above you're required you have to go home even if you feel fine and you're just a little warmer uh, you have to go home and we've actually had people run their course and stay out there two weeks and get their two negative tests and be symptom free for seven days and come back so we've already had our rotation of people kind of do that so, yeah. But two negative tests in seven days without symptoms. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Do, does, since Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays, do you guys have weird schedules? Yeah, we do. You kind of, uh, it's not, it's not consistent. Like we've, this week we were like five to two, eight to five, five to two, one to close five to two, seven to four, like you're not, it's not consistent. A lot of times we're getting off at 11 PM and we have to be back at seven in the morning. So it's like, you're not, it's not consistent. There's really no way for it to be consistent. I think the expectation for Chick-fil-A is open availability to hit that pay that Chick-fil-A offers. There's a twist to it. You have to have open availability. Which what's that, what's that pay again? Starting pay is uh... (laughs) a, <laughs> yep. It's a solid number. So if uh any listeners out there want to go work at Chick-fil-A, uh they did not want to hire me. Um <laughs> hey, did But you that's go? okay. Yeah, I applied and everything. No no callback. When we came over, you hadn't applied yet. Yeah, I applied the day after you guys left. Oh, did you have any interview at all? No. Still haven't heard back from the like application. <laughs> so, I bet you I bet you still will. It takes a long time. Yeah, because it depends on who it is. When I applied, was, when I started a long time ago, it took them like a month, and I literally knew two people in the store who were leaders, and one, yeah, one of them was a director, one of them was a leader, and it still took like a month. David, if you were closer, you'd be hired on the spot. Yeah, that would be cool. They, I told them I'm interested in a summer gig, and <laughs> it's July 23rd. They do like the uh, the long-term... Yeah, so you might not get a call back. Then that information is important. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. No worries. Especially in, in more seasoned individuals. You're not. You, you. You're good. I think you'll be okay without the Chick Fil A stress on you. I'll be all right with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kaiser, do you know if Regal has any um, like plan in place, or have they like not even gone into that yet? 
plan in place for what? Like if if somebody in the, at the theater tests positive or has a fever or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if because some have... places haven't like disclosed yet. I don't know if there's a plan in place or not. Off the top of my head, I can't think of one. There might be one in place. Um, we're going to be doing the same thing. We're checking temperatures for everybody that comes in. Um, there's questions that you're asked before you clock in. Um, if you've like come in contact with anybody or taking care of anybody who has come in contact with someone. Um, but I don't know what we do. I think we just like send people home if they're positive. We don't shut anything down, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. I wonder if for Regal, if there'll be like a, like the people watching the movies, if it's like a required mask. Yes. Yeah. So Regal is requiring masks for all employees and all guests. And Mm. there's no exception to that rule. So that'll be fun to deal with whenever we get back open, because I'm sure people are going to want to test that as best they can. Because I feel like you're in like a dark theater, you're like, oh, I'm not worried about it. You just like take that, take it off. But... Yeah, I'm not so much worried about that. If they do that, there's not much we can do. I'm worried about the people that come in without a mask and then want to yeah. cause a whole scene whenever we tell them that they have to wear a mask. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. from working at the movie theaters, there's there's people out there that love to just find a way to get something out of us. So right. That'll be fun. And then kicking somebody out is kind of like, nobody wants to do that, so. No, yeah. And I guess that you would have to, because they're not, you know, following the rules. Right, yeah. Because if I let, let, let one person not wear a mask, why does everybody else have to wear a mask? And then I'm sure we'll end up on the news saying that this theater doesn't make people wear masks. Don't go here. And then. That and that's just a whole yeah. chaos you can avoid. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. Thankfully, masks are not required for Chick-fil-A customers. Interesting. Thank the Lord, because we already have enough of that. Yeah. So this is actually kind of a perfect segue into our next topic for the podcast. Um, Basically, just kind of going into some of our favorite and maybe some of our least favorite uh, customer service stories. So um, I know I gave you guys the topic uh, beforehand, but, um, I can start with, with one or two and then you guys can tell as many as you'd like. Um, so I've got, uh, I've got two funny ones and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, okay. One of them's funny. The other one's not so funny, but, um, Kaiser and I'll go first and then you guys, you guys can go ahead. So, um, movie came out, uh, called the conjuring two. I do not do well with um, scary movies at all, and uh, we it was like on a a Wednesday at eleven in the morning. Which, if you've never been to a movie theater during the school year uh, on Wednesday at eleven, there are like eight people there. <laughs> um, <laughs> three people were in this theater. It was two, um, you know, twenty year old girls, and then uh, one older gentleman. And the girls came out and said that uh, the dude was doing creepy things in the theater. Oh, gosh. So um, my general manager at the time came up to me and said, Mackie, I need you to go and stand in the movie 
and just watch this guy. Make sure that he's not doing anything scary. So I'm already like, great, I gotta stand here and watch this creep, you know, while this... I didn't even know what movie it was. So we walk down the hall, and we get to the door, and I see that it's The Conjuring 2, and like, my knees get a little weak. <laughs> Have I told this story before, Kaiser? No. No, okay, okay. Just wanted to make sure this wasn't a repeat. So I go into the theater, and or, or, or before I go in... um. Dave, our my old manager, says, You alright, Derek? You're you're a little pale faced. And I go, Yeah, I just didn't know what movie was in here. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, you'll be fine. He smacks me on the back and he walks away. So I'm like, okay. So I walk in and I'm standing like not in the theater. I'm I'm like in the little hallway. And um so I I look at the dude who's like in the back left of the auditorium and the girls are in like the front right so they're like as far away as you can possibly get from this guy so i'm like not necessarily worried about him but then i had to stand there to let that movie happen to me (laughs) (laughs) and when i tell you that's the scariest movie i've ever seen um i was gripping the wall for like behind me while this stuff was going on on screen i'm not gonna spoil the movie for you guys but um so yeah that was uh that was a harrowing experience and then the movie ends and the girls get up and walk away and the gentleman stands up and walks down and he's like do you enjoy it and i was like no i did did not (laughs) and then i walked out of the theater and we we moved on with our lives um How, how long were you in this movie oh dude it was like 20 minutes in you you so, watched the entire movie. He made me watch the whole, the whole time? movie, whole movie. Oh my god! So I didn't watch all of it because you know I had to watch this dude. So um, the next day, I had to prove to myself that I'm a man, and I can sit here through this movie. So Whitney and I went to go see The Conjuring Two, and when I tell you, I was like almost in her lap during the whole movie because I was so scared and I spilled popcorn on her twice um, (laughs) because of the jump scares and things. But yeah, that's, that's my first story. Uh, Second one is uh, a jerk for customer service. Um, It was Christmas Eve. I know, right? The best ones. Christmas Eve. And uh, it's closing with Ina. Um, Kaiser knows Ina. Um, So she and I were at the service desk gentleman comes and walks up to the service desk without any shoes on and uh he's holding them in his hand and he says excuse me uh can you help me or are you a manager whatever he said and i said yes sir what what can i do for you and he sets his wet shoes on the counter and he says i stepped in water in your bathroom oh, no. do you know how disgusting that is <laughs> and i said um, what, you know, he's like, I don't know if this is urine or water or anything like that. I was like, okay, uh, like where was it? And he said it was directly underneath the sink. And I said, okay, well, chances are you probably stepped in some water where somebody washed their hands and, you know, uh, just, you know, dried them off, whatever. Just like, like waved them Were in the they, wind like, or something. Soaked? No, they, he, like, they had, you know, like, two little driplets on the bottom of them. Like, it wasn't even a big deal. And so he says, I demand compensation. 
And I said, um, I'm sorry, sir. I can't just reach into the register and take $60 out and like give you 60 bucks for your shoes. And he flips his lid and goes, $60? These shoes were $240. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't just reach into the register and take out $240. Like, same response. Right. Um, he then proceeds to take his phone out of his pocket, take two steps back, and hits the record button on his phone and says, What about now? What you gonna do about it? And I was like, nothing, man. Like, I can't just give you money for your shoes. Like, this is not a thing. <laughs> um, and then he, he walked up to me, threw the shoes on the ground, and said, I hope you're happy. I'm driving home with no shoes tonight. And walked out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's walking out the door, I yell, Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> you had to hit the last word in. <laughs> I, I had to. Um, that might label me as a jerk. I thought it was the perfect way to end it. I mean, you know, I was just wishing him well on his way. So I just don't get that. Do you still have he, he really thought you were just going to give him some money. Oh, yeah. Legitimately. He thought I could reach into the register and just pay him. Uh, he left the shoes on the floor. Did you Did you take them? No, I threw them away. Oh. That's $240, man. You're absolutely right. Someone, someone would have bought them for like $60. $240 worth of trash to me. Right. He must have not cared that much about him. No, obviously not. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh man, those are my two. I know, right? Those are my two like big ones. Obviously, you know, we've Kaiser and I have encountered the people who have eaten three quarters of a hot dog and brought it back and said it's cold, and you know, my popcorn <laughs> didn't taste good, and they're down to the kernels and things like that. But um, we're gonna let Kaiser Kaiser go next. And then we'll we'll end the cast with with your guys' stories and then a little, you know, conversation after that. Alright, so I'll give two as well. Um, I don't wanna spend the next three hours on this, but there was one time the whole there's a we had recliner seats and the whole row row of seats was not working. And <laughs> it was after the movie was over. It's so a common issue, by the way. Yeah. So, at this particular theater, there would be a box that controlled all t all ten or twelve seats underneath the seats, and now usually where the issue would be if there wasn't a disconnected wire under the seats. So I find the box and I pull the seat up, and the box is like soaking wet. And right beside the box is a very large used diaper somebody had changed their baby you know wrapped up the diaper you know how you fold it into the ball or whatever and then stuffed it into the chair <laughs> yeah so, so nasty so i took the diaper out it's dripping wet oh so <laughs> had to throw that away yeah it was uh it was David terrible. fills out on a personal level. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never had a dripping wet one. I don't, so, I think it was a combination of whatever was, so, well, I think I had talked to somebody afterwards, and I was like, that diaper was, like, heavy and, like, dripping wet. And they're like, it probably wasn't, didn't have peace, and probably, probably used it to, like, soak up a spill. And I was mm. like, but it was, it smelled 
awful. So I don't know if it was a mixture of both or if somebody had spilled something on top of it. But that it was, was probably a, a nice mixture of both. Yeah. Did you ever get the seats working again? I gotta know. Yeah, I replaced uh replaced the box and the oh, seats okay. were good to go. I missed those seats a lot. Those seats were very easy to work on. This theater I work in now, the seats are completely different. Uh, just the type of mechanism underneath them, and I have not figured them out yet. I guess I could do that mm. with my four months of downtime. Um, <laughs> and then for a second story, there was this guy who was hanging out in the lobby and at this theater I worked at, uh, we didn't have any kind of, um, I guess, ropes. So tents of barriers, we didn't have any of those up to, you know, guide our lovely guests to where they need to go. So the people could just walk in and pretty much do whatever in the lobby unless the door person caught it. Um, and at this point, I was a team lead. So I wasn't floor staff, but I also wasn't much more. But I could, like, walk around and do my thing. And this guy was sitting... And he had a book bag that was, like, oddly shaped, uh, like, just the way that it had, like, it was heavy. It looked like it was, like, bottom heavy, and there was nothing else in it. So, um, especially in movie theaters, with all the stuff that has happened in the past, you're a little paranoid about what could be in somebody's bag, especially whenever he, uh, like, slips past people who are checking tickets, um, and that bag hasn't been checked. So I tell the security guard to like keep an eye on this guy and he goes to the bathroom like eight or nine times for a long time. Hmm. And eventually I was like, we just got to get this guy out of here. And he was like drunk or high or something. So we kick him out and then he's like confused as to why he's getting kicked out. And then like (laughs) he's talking a bunch of crap to the security guard and then the security guard de-escalates it, asked me if I want to call the police. I was like, no, he just needs to go. So the guy says he's going to leave, tries to, like, shake our hands. Security guard's mad at him at this point. And was like, I'm not shaking your hand. And then, like, he called him some names um, after he refused to shake his hand. And then he, like, passes out on our bench over on the side. <laughs> and it's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. So we had to, like, call the police. They came out and took him away but wow that was a interesting thing something that's kind of scary because you never know yeah you never know um yeah mm-hmm. but he was just a i don't know he was just a, a guy who was down on his times and trying to substitute by drinking as much alcohol as he could but um wow that ended fine um, wasted our time because we were there until like we called the police at like two o'clock or no it's probably like one thirty. they didn't get there until like 2 15 and then it was another like 30 45 minutes before we could leave so oh my goodness this is a long night yeah. wasted your time yeah those are the worst could you can't do anything about them yeah you're just kind of stuck and especially like the late night theater ones because like Kaiser said, like you might be there till like three or four, and you know you were planning on getting out of there by like two thirty, and yeah. it's like okay, now I'm just giving my incident report for the third time to make sure that my story matches up. You know, it's just like yeah, uh. <laughs> and it probably wouldn't have been a big deal, but we had the cleaners there that night, like 
we have the cleaners there at night. They like go out, open the doors to clean the windows. I didn't want them like opening a door and then him somehow getting into the theater. So, but yeah. Oh yeah, so you had to kind of watch him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's those, nuts. Those are my two of many. Yeah. Do you guys want COVID related ones or not COVID related? Whatever you'd like. Well, I can tell you guys my favorite story. This is actually kind of recently. Um, I don't know how often you guys go to Chick-fil-A. I know David is like a Silver Star member, but... Um... Oh, oh, we read. We read, girl. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had a Chick-fil-A. If your order isn't ready at the window, we're required to pull you up. So we're like, hey, we're just going to pull you up. It'll be, you know, a few minutes. But I told him, I was like, do not block the drive through um because we were wrapped around the building and so he pulls right up and he blocks drive through so i go outside and i put him in a parking spot and i'm like look i'm gonna have you stay right here i was like we just can't have you block the drive through because then the line won't move yada yada um so then like three minutes later i'm standing on front counter and i see this man walking inside and he's like furious and he's like screaming at all the cars um while he's walking in um because like Tra- apparently like he wasn't happy about traffic because we had high traffic areas during lunch and stuff so he comes inside and he's like screaming and cussing and nobody replies to him we just like kind of let him have his little tantrum so then he walks into the bathroom we're like okay we're good and then we hear like slamming in the bathroom and we're like what is going on and it sounds like it seriously sounds like he had like picked up a chair and like slammed it in the bathroom so after he leaves um 30 minutes later he's like in the bathroom for a long time he is like uh, he's like screaming at us, cussing on his way out. Like we ha- we haven't even given him his food yet because he's not out there. Um, so then we go into the bathroom, and before we get in there, we see like the bathrooms like flooding out. And there was like we have like a cabinet that we use to like store all of our like cleaners and soaps and stuff in the bathroom. He had opened it, opened every bottle of cleaner, every bottle of soap, sprayed it all over the floor, all over the walls, all over the urinals. He had like a full tantrum. He had like threw all the bottles on the floor. And then like, there was like, it was just like flooded in there. And <laughs> so we ended up, cause he was still here. So we ended up like calling the cops cause he was just out there sitting in his car yeah. And he ended up calling the cops. And I know that the cops came, but he was just, like, he was just so mad for, like, no reason at all. Like, he didn't have any reason to be mad. Um, so, yeah, we spent an hour and a half cleaning the bathrooms after that. But <laughs> it was just, like, we were, like, we have to pull you up. And he's, like, well, why is my food? And I'm, like, you got a $100 order. Like, it's going to be a second. Like, <laughs> we got you, but it's going to be a second. Uh, so he went. He just went crazy. And I was, like, I just, what is the point of that? Like, what did that accomplish? You just got your anger out. Like, um, so that's my non COVID one. Uh, my COVID ones can like, I have about 60 of them. That I don't know. <laughs> um, I, let me think. I'll let you tell one now. While I, I don't give a COVID one. I don't deal with people. A lot. Yeah, but you, you have, I deal with customers. I mean, there's been plenty of people who've gotten mad about something and then they don't explain. I guess I had one, uh, one day shift in the past six months and uh while i was working it i was outside and this lady pulls up and was like yelling about something and she was like i need to speak to a manager right now and i was like well okay hey manager would they need to speak to you and this person's like in the drive-thru and i was just like ma'am do you mind just pulling up to a parking spot and we'll have a manager out to you i'm not going anywhere so she just blocks the drive-through for a while and uh 
by that point, it's like, okay, we'll figure this out. We, you know, cone up her car and tell every other customer, just go around her. She just wants to sit there for a little bit. <laughs> and uh, all the customer, customers yeah, around her were like, yeah, every customer was like, <laughs> she yeah, did. she, uh, she got mad for no reason. The person back there didn't really do anything. And uh, she's just, you know, there. So we let her sit there for a little while. And uh, then the manager comes out and he just was like, come on. You know, pulls her all the way up and then has this big old discussion. She comes into the store, like hangs out with us. I bet she put in like an application or something too. I don't know. But she comes in and is there for like a while, and then they give her some free food, and then she just goes on her way. So that's that's like literally once, twice a week. I had this um, COVID-related one. I had this lady. We take orders outside, um, and I was outside taking orders. I am a manager, so I love when they're like, can I speak with the manager? I'm like, that's me. Um, So I was taking this lady's order, and with – COVID, um, for some reason, people roll down their window this much. So I go to take this lady's order, and she rolls it down like a half an inch, and she's, like, putting her lips at the top of the window, and she's like, Beck, can I get it? And, like, screaming at me. And I'm, like, wearing a mask. I have gloves on, and it's, like, cracked this much. So I don't know if you guys know this, but we also swipe your card there. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be so-and-so. Um, we're going to go and swipe your card right here. And, like, through the little crack, she's, like, trying to, like, throw her, like, toss her card, and I'm like, she tries like 10 times. I'm like, can you just, can you just roll down your window? Like we're good. And then she's like, I will, but can you take about five steps back? So then I take like five steps back and she's like extending her arms, like almost falling out of her car, trying to hand me her car and I like step forward to grab it. She's like, uh-uh, no, 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 you need it. Step back six feet. Step. And I'm like, so at that point I'm like, honestly, I'm not even going to swipe it. They'll do that for you around the corner. She's like, we're doing it here. And then, so she's not wearing a mask anything like she doesn't care really apparently she doesn't actually care because she does she had no precautions going on here and then she was like I was like no ma'am they'll just swipe before you're around the corner because I had dealt with her trying to swipe her card for like five minutes at this point and I couldn't even reach her she wouldn't let me reach her um so then she's like what I can't hear you because I'm like wearing a mask and I'm yelling at her so then I like this is a habit that I have to do I like pull my mask and I was like they're going to do it for you around the corner she's like oh I need to talk to your manager because you just took that mask off and gave me all that stuff that you got all them germs and stuff and I was like okay um I am a manager would you like to speak with a different one and she was like oh and like threw her card at me and it like lands on the ground and then I go pick it up and so then when I give her her card back she like pulls out a Clorox wipe and like grabs the card with a Clorox wipe (laughs) and I was like I I just can't like I cannot handle this um and when I go to, like, give her a card back, she still has her little half an inch crack back up there. So she's, like, grabbing it with the like, awkwardly trying to get it back. Jeez. I was like, duh. Oh, and then before she left, she said, because we use walkie-talkies, she said, can you call in and make sure that every person inside is wearing their mask and gloves? And the person that prepares my food, make sure that they are wearing their mask and gloves. If they are not, let me know, and I can cancel my order. I was like, I literally just looked at her, I was like, I'm... I'm not sure how much you care about this because you don't have any, if you're going to a fast food restaurant, I'm sorry, but you're not overly concerned about this because your food goes through like 12 people. Um, And it was like in the middle of lunch and it was like a 15 minute encounter, like a hundred cars behind her. And I'm like, 
thanks. This is going really well. <laughs> just over it. That's that's amazing to me that like <laughs> people go that far because like you said, if they are going to a fast food restaurant, they're already putting themselves at a particular amount of risk. So if you're doing that, why then? Like, I, I get, you know, what, wanting people to be as safe as possible. That makes sense to me. But also being, like, to the nth degree, like, make sure they're wearing gloves and masks, and if they're not, I'll cancel my order. Like, just but don't one, go... you're not even wearing those things. <laughs> right! Like if you're if you're truly that worried about it, you would be on a whole nother level. You wouldn't you wouldn't be going to Chick fil A. You yeah. would be ordering your food from some you know DHEC approved uh, vacuum sealed facility. Like right. I, I just I don't understand. But we've had people that'll like pump like fifteen pumps of hand sanitizer and make you set their debit card on that like in their hands, and they're like, okay. We're good, and then like they're driving away, like rubbing their card in their hands and their arms. <laughs> like, oh my god almighty! But, they yeah. they literally say like, as long as you wash your hands thoroughly when you get yeah. home, you're fine. You yeah. don't have to. Because it brings out the worst in people. Ugh, it absolutely does. But yeah, I mean we have great ones too. Like I could tell you a hundred great stories, but. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's those bad ones are the ones you remember, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, there may be two or three customers that I remember, like, that was pretty cool. But other than that, like, most of the stuff I remember is bad. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, um, thank you guys so much for being on the cast. This is this has been a lot of fun. Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank Dude, you for having long. us. I feel like we've been wanting to be, do on be on the podcast for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We've we've been trying to kind of get our bearings straight. Uh, you, if you guys go back and look, our first guests were um, Whitney and uh, Kaiser's girlfriend Allison. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely, you know, making sure that we're you know getting better at it as we go along and getting better, you know, interviewing people and things like that. But, um. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's been awesome having you guys on. Uh, hope you guys will come back soon. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This is well, so um, fun. I've always wanted to do this. So. Yeah, it's it's a blast. I mean, you know, just this medium is a is a lot of fun. Yes. So. Mm -hmm. Well, Kaiser, you got anything else? I don't think so. No. Alrighty. Well. Thank you guys, uh, as always, for listening to the Keeping On podcast. Uh, if you guys want to support the show further, you can hit us up at patreon.com forward slash keeping on. You can also follow us on Twitter at keepingonmk. And uh, I've been Mackie. I've been Kaiser. And they've been Garrett and Dez. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks you guys for listening and, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.